I actually sponsored Red Corner. Hold up. You asked for, you created the idea of Red Corner. Yes. Okay. I created right. the idea of Red Corner. Hey. So I got ridiculous. We mm. packaged Red Corner and now we brought in Nation, NTV, to run the programs on NTV. So while at Madison yeah. now, and it's looking like it was just six, a six-month stint. Yes, it was very, maybe six to eight months. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So these are conversations that you're having. These are yes. And then now, you say GSK calls. So we mm -hmm. set up all these products. We mm -hmm. start mm -hmm. GSK calls, mm -hmm. and they say, "Wow, you know, we've been working together on radio. Yeah. We've always thought about having there's a role they call a medical marketing manager. Right." And uh, we didn't know you would leave medical practice. You know, there is this notion that if you're a doctor, you can't leave the clinic. Yeah. So they had never imagined mm. that I could actually leave Avenue mm. and go to a company that's not treating patients. Yeah. So when I left and went to Madison, yeah. I was like, why don't we just get this guy to come to yeah. GSK? Yeah. So then I now got my call. Yeah. And I went, we talked, mm. they said, mm. please come. Mm. So I moved from Madison. Mm in a very brief time, mm. to GSK. Mm. And then I went to GSK as medical marketing mm. manager. Mm. And then now I sit at GSK for Now here you're combining a lot of the things that you've yes. been doing. GSK. So meanwhile, are you also doing like, are you advancing beyond your study? Are you advancing any, like are you getting more into marketing, like to understand marketing from a, an education perspective? So what I was doing at this point, I was just learning through the job. That's right. what I was doing. Mm. I was reading articles, I was learning through the job, mm. insurance. When I got to insurance, I attended a few of the short courses mm. to understand the insurance industry. Mm. Then I go to GSK, mm -hmm. medical marketing. Then I get there and mm. my role as far as GSK is concerned mm. is medical advisory. It's to convert science into palatable language, mm. almost like what I was doing with the radio, but mm. now at a larger scale. Mm. So my role would be to look at, for example, I'll give you an example of painkillers. Mm -hmm. There are two groups of painkillers. Mm. You have the paracetamol mm -hmm. range, mm -hmm. and then you like Panadol, mm -hmm. and then you have these others, which we call non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, mm -hmm. in short, NSAIDs. Mm -hmm. They also, like Brufen, mm -hmm. they are painkillers, mm -hmm. but they work differently from mm -hmm the way these others work. Mm. The way these ones work mm -hmm. could result in increased acidity. That's why okay. people who take aspirin, mm. uh, brufen and stuff could mm. end up with increased acidity mm -hmm. and therefore they need to take antacids. Mm. People who take paracetamol don't get mm. increased acidity. Mm. That's a very basic research science. Mm. But for GSK, mm. whose main painkiller is Panadol, mm. they want that science to be known. Right. Because then it encourages prescription, encourages use, it mm. encourages preference. Mm. Mm. But how do you take that science mm. from a science document mm. to, to everyday, to everyday conversation? Everyday conversation. Okay? Yeah, yeah. My role was to convert mm. this science as mm. a doctor mm. to this level of communication mm. to the Monangi. Mm. But you can't just do it mm. because there are also key opinion leaders mm. in the middle. And uh, your market here is Kenya still? My market now is East Africa. Oh, GSK is East Africa. Yes, okay. All right. it's East Africa. Mm. So I start now you start to say, okay, how do I convert this science down to this message? Mm -hmm. Now, if you do it directly from the science to the community, mm. you could have a doctor in the middle mm. who actually um, disagrees with you oh, yeah. or gives a contrary opinion. Mm. Now, what does that do to your message? Mm. It kills its credibility. Yeah. So what do you do? Mm. You create a process mm. that we used to call a pyramid of influence. Mm. 
So we get the science, mm -hmm. and then you create a pyramid of influence. You mm -hmm. say, who is the topmost professional mm -hmm. in this chain of pain management? Mm -hmm. So you go look for specialists who mm -hmm. are rheumatologists, mm -hmm. uh, people who treat gastric you know, mm -hmm. uh, problems, mm -hmm. and you sit with them. Mm -hmm. You say, this is the science. Mm -hmm. Are we agreed? They're mm -hmm. like, yeah, mm -hmm. this is published. You show mm -hmm. them published papers. They're like, yeah, we're together. Mm -hmm. You even mm -hmm. take them to conferences. Mm -hmm. They attend. Mm -hmm. They buy your message. Mm -hmm. Then when you buy your message, you then ask, who is the second tier? Mm -hmm. It is the doctors who are in our patient mm -hmm. or treating patients. Mm -hmm. Then you take these people mm -hmm. we call key opinion leaders, mm -hmm. and you now connect them to the doctors mm -hmm. through a workshop, mm -hmm. a conference, mm -hmm. or some opinion piece. Mm -hmm. Then you move now from these doctors mm -hmm. to the pharmacy mm -hmm. technologies. Mm -hmm you make sure this message trickles down in mm. that way. Mm. By the time you're now doing a newspaper article mm. saying Panadol or Paracetamol mm. is safer on the mm. stomach, mm. you've already... There is no person in the, in the command chain to disagree. Exactly. Mm. You're aligned. Mm. That was my work. Wow. Okay. Wow. So it meant I spent a lot of time mm. with the professionals, mm. the key opinion leaders, mm. reviewing science, mm. publishing. Mm. We published actually a small booklet mm. uh, called Pain Management. Mm. So you do all that, mm. and then you then take the message to the mm. people. And therefore, now the people believe it because even mm. if you go to the doctor, mm. the doctor agrees with you mm. because he's had it mm. from his senior. Mm. You know, mm. so it becomes kind mm. of a collective message. Mm. So I did mm. that at GSK. Mm. But as I did this, mm. opportunities came up mm. for marketing. Because marketing. marketing now, not medical marketing, mm. now marketing. Oh, broad, broad marketing mm. and sales. Yeah. So the cough syrup department, Actifed and all these, Periton, had a manager who left. Mm. And the CEO then, mm. who was Linus Gitahi, who is now, at, uh, you know, who was CEO of Nation Media Group, yeah. was the general manager of the business then. So what years are we talking? Now we are talking which, which early years were 2000s. You, the, the six years that you were at at um, at, at GSK, which was years? Two thousand and one to two thousand and six. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Inclusive. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. when I joined GSK as medical marketing, Linus Gitahi was the general manager at at, at, at GSK. At GSK. At the consumer oh. healthcare side, because okay. GSK was split into yeah. consumer, consumer healthcare. Health and pharmaceutical, yeah. which is more regulated. Yeah. So I was working with the consumer healthcare, yeah. where you had painkillers, yeah. over-the-counter medicines, yeah. Acto and the others, yeah. Ribena, right. Aquafresh, yeah. Sensodyne. And even those, there was science behind them. So take the science of Aquafresh yeah. and help the marketing team to develop the communication. Oh, okay. So I see where the broadening beyond, exactly. beyond just healthcare products exactly. came, came yeah. from. Yeah. Uh, so uh, now the department, the sales manager in the, uh, uh, the cough syrups, yeah left mm. and i was told by the way as we look for a way forward mm. do you mind overseeing this mm. and i said fine i'll oversee it hold for it all right why not mm. so i started overseeing mm. that I, and that's the other message mm. to the people mm. who are watching us mm. here mm. that opportunities don't come dressed like opportunities mm. they may come as tasks mm. And when you see them as tasks, mm. then you reject them mm. or you ask for compensation. Mm. But they're opportunities, but mm. they're not dressed as opportunities. Mm. So when those things come mm. and you're like, no, this is extra work. Mm. Why are you giving me extra work? Mm. Me, my role is medical marketing. Mm. If you give me this, mm. then review my salary. Im immediately asking for a salary review. Exactly. Because you're like, now this is extra work. Mm. Okay. Mm. Either that or mm. maybe give someone else to do it. But then what happens? You've mm. lost an opportunity because mm. you saw it dressed as mm. a task. Mm. So I picked up mm. and I started doing it. I mm. never remember asking for mm. pay rise. Mm. Or, it was just passion. Mm. So I loved the sales work, marketing. Mm. Now we would go out. I had a team of medical reps. Mm. We did the work. Mm. I'm still doing medical marketing. Mm. And that's when I decided I want to do an MBA to understand marketing better.
So you you're on the ground a lot more. Yes. You are constantly now the, you, you, your range of products are yes. not just uh, medical products. There's all yeah. of these things. Yes. And Over then now the you counter yeah. and our marketing. Yeah. I'm looking at sales data. I'm saying you know why is this wholesaler not having enough product? You know I'm now working in the field. Yeah. And as I went, I took a Panadol. <laughs> I was medical services for Panadol, but I became marketing manager for it. So I'm now looking at are we making enough sales of Panadol? Mm. What's the production process? Mm. Who are the wholesalers? Mm. So my time now would be spent mm. in Gekomba mm. talking to wholesalers oh. to see what their sales are like. Wow. I would be selling headaches in yeah. Kisumu. I would be selling headaches in Homa Bay. And, 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 and your, ma your market, you say, is East Africa? East Africa. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So I then now started to develop marketing innovation. Mm. So I remember one of the ones that I've never forgotten was I convinced the group or the GSK that we could promote headaches mm. through a border border race. Mm. So I because we had a very low market share mm. in Western Kenya mm. and the border border culture was mm. massive mm. in Western Kenya. Mm. So I went to Western Kenya, mm -hmm. I got somebody who could mobilize border border mm. riders. Mm. And we said we are going to now get all these guys on border border, not actually border border. Mm. It was um it was bicycles. Bicycles, okay. It was bicycles then. Yeah. But they were still border border, mm. but they were actually bicycles, mm. not the ones we know mm. as motorcycles. Mm. So we would organize all the bicycle riders mm. who carry people. Mm. We organize a race in Kakamega mm. from Kakamega Stadium, 100 kilometers back to Kakamega Stadium, mm. and we would follow them. Mm. And the winner would get a bicycle, number two would get a tire, you know, like that. Mm. And we did that. And then when you get, you do it in Kakamega, you do Busia, you do Kisumu, then you would take the top 10 from each. And then you do a regional race. Oh. Okay? And that... Like Western now. Western. Mm. And that was my life. I oh. loved it. I would go follow them through the sugar plantations in Mubias. <laughs> it was so much fun. A doctor. <laughs> I can tell you that I lived with the fear yeah. of a head injury. Because oh. I was always afraid. These guys are riding 100 kilometers. Mm. They are competing. If one just falls or is hit and then has a head injury, then That's, this... I mean, yeah, yeah. I didn't know what I would do with that. Yeah, yeah. But Luckily, yeah, none of that. By God's grace, yeah. none of that happened. Mm. We did that, and mm. we built, mm. you know, we built mm. the market share mm. of headaches in that region. That's then cool. I started handling Panadol Extra, mm. and now for Panadol Extra, it was this, you know, Panadol Extra is Panadol, mm. but with caffeine mm. that makes it stronger. Mm. And this message was difficult coming mm. through, so we mm. struggled with it. Mm. So I said, okay, what do we do? Laughter is the best medicine. Mm. So why don't we create a program? Mm. At that point, Ridiculous were just rising. Mm -hmm. The Ridiculous crew, mm -hmm. the comedy crew. Mm. You know, it was KJ, Mongare, Walter, mm. and Tony. Mm. And I went to them through um, Lona Irungo. Mm -hmm. You know, rest in peace. Yeah. That's how Lona became my friend that mm. time. She was mm. running Carnival. Mm. And Ridiculous used to run at Carnival. Yeah. I went and said, why don't we actually create a series mm. of 13 weeks mm of this, call it Red Corner, because Panadol is red, extra, and then we sponsor it. So, I actually sponsored Red Corner. Hold up. You asked for, you created the idea of Red Corner. Yes. Okay. I created right. the idea of Red Corner. Hey. So, I got ridiculous. We mm. packaged Red Corner, and now we brought in Nation, NTV, to run the programs on NTV. So, I paid for that space on NTV, where Red Corner used to run, oh, just wow. before news, wow. and I paid the production costs. For oh. producing the red corner <laughs> for 13 episodes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So we did that. And I, we 
therefore produce Red Corner, I would be at Carnival every Thursday for the shooting, would shoot. So I got new friends, KJ, Tony Walter. and Walter became my friends from that point. And, and are you involved also in, I mean, just given your pre, yeah. your previous years of theatre yeah. and all of this, are you also involved in a bit of like the... Uh, the content. The content. No. 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 You, you let that I let that, part. yes. That was now the artist doing that. Yeah. My role was to ensure yeah. that the product is good, the yeah. editing is good. Yeah. We are placing Panadol where yeah. it needs to be. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. And then support it. Yeah. So I supported Red Corner, Red Corner through, and I think we did two seasons of two 13 seasons weeks, of 13 Corner. weeks. Yeah. And that built yeah. the market share of Panadol Extra. Huh. Yeah. So I continued. Then I did my MBA now. Uh, sorry, before you go to the MBA, did, <laughs> yes. did, did uh, the Panadol Extra perform better than, you know, regular Panadol? Completely. Much better. The market shares went through the roof. And I mean, this is one of the best marketing things I did. That and the Boda Boda races yeah. was one of, that's what I, you're proud of. I'm that proud of in marketing. Oh, wow. Yeah, and exactly. those are innovative ideas. They were, they were good. Nobody thought those you could take a pain brand to comedy, you know? At all. Yeah. So we did all that. Yeah. And, um, and that's above the line as it gets. It's and then for, exactly. for the Boda Boda is, you know, yes. on the ground as it gets. Yes. So it's, 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 you are understanding marketing in Actually, its complete sense. The point for me, mm. and uh, you picked it very well, mm. Maxi, is mm. that I was never a fan mm. of, um, uh, of basic advertising. Mm. And I've never been a fan of basic advertising. Mm. I'm a fan of experiential advertising. Mm -hmm. I'm a fan of experiences that mm. people engage with ideas mm. through experiences. experiences. Yeah. Okay. Mm. And even when we talk about universal health coverage, we must remember that putting adverts of universal health coverage will not do anything. If you're talking about COVID vaccines, putting space or newspaper adverts saying it's good to take a vaccine. They won't connect. They won't connect. Mm. But when people have experience, you sit mm. with them and you talk, mm. then they, they understand. Mm. So I'm a believer the in experiences stories and, and experiences. storytelling. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm a believer in storytelling. Mm. So that's what we used mm. to build those brands. Mm. Storytelling. Very the Boda Boda people mm. would go home and say, by the mm. way, mm. 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 you and, get. And they become, they become the they become marketers. Ambassadors. Yeah. Marketers. Yeah. But if you ran a hundred ads every day, yeah. they, you know, they just pass. The return on investment is not as high. It's not as high. Yeah. Yeah. So up to now, I believe in experiences yeah. and storytelling. Yeah. So we did that. Yeah. I then did my MBA because I wanted to understand marketing. Where did you choose for MBA? USIU. Okay. So I did it at USIU. Mm. I did a course at uh, Marketing Society of Kenya okay. on marketing and sales All right. as a certificate. So mm. I have that. Mm. I became a member of Marketing Society of Kenya. Mm. And then we pushed the we pushed the envelope it for is a very so long interesting time. That that your post uh, the that this is what you're pursuing as opposed to, you know, getting into exactly. like, yeah. At that point, many yeah. of my lecturers thought I was lost. Actually, they would send yeah. because the medical representatives yeah. would visit the doctors yeah. who taught me in medical school. Yeah. And some of them who taught me obstetrics. For follow-up, they're thinking, you they're are like, best performing students. They, what are you going to do with an MBA? Me. Yeah. And say, tell them I've got to some drug dealing and oh. to come back to school. <laughs> drug dealing. Exactly. You know? <laughs> we became a drug dealer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to come back to school. Yeah.